listening to Celsius Radio. Here we are, another episode of Celsius Radio Community. And, um, oh, should I call it like another episode of not financial advice? But anyway, um, joining me today is the lovely Louise McFarlane. Welcome. Thank Thanks, you. Dave. Thanks for having me. Nice to be here with you on this sunny morning. Uh, yeah, we're quite lucky here. It's almost winter and yet we've got all the sunny weather. It's almost like disturbing. Like, is are it, we is gonna... it a really annoying time of year where it's like freezing in the morning, so you put on heaps of layers or wool and then like by 10 o'clock because the sun's so hot, you're like, I've overdressed, I'm boiling. Yeah, yeah. Although, you know, you've got to be thankful for every sunny day you get at this time of the year. Um it's, I, there's going to be a big storm coming soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely. Usually we have a, what, a really hot day, 20 degrees or above, and then it snows, doesn't it? That's typical New Zealand weather. Exactly. So um, whereabouts are you in New Zealand, Louise? You're like a Christchurch-based, is that yes. correct? Yeah, I'm in Christchurch. Yeah. Yeah, after living overseas, um, my parents um, were farmers in North Canterbury, which is just north of Christchurch. So, um, you know, uh, and my husband's Spanish. So if we, whenever we choose a country to live in, we kind of have to be close to some family. So, yes. Yeah. Family, very important. Hard to get away from them. <laughs> no True. matter how much you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no um no that, that it's very important like uh, yeah we have the same issues here uh family um where you choose to live you've always got to consider how difficult it is to get back but yeah. hey um now you're quite experienced in crypto aren't you like you've been around for a while i have been around for a while i yeah um I guess I did hear about crypto early, not in 2008 or anything like that, probably around 2013, like the first kind of when, but I didn't do anything at that point in time, just yep. this, all these, um, you know, uh, what was happening then was actually I was at home with my youngest child, it was a baby, and um, I was learning digital marketing and online the online world and of course it was floating around then but it was then Mount Gox happened and so it was like oh you know what's the scam and because there were so many scams yeah and there are always but then in 2017 at the start of that year I went along to there used to be this great um networking event in Christchurch called Coffee and Jam where you drank coffee and had some jam on toast and um, really interesting people talked about so many different subjects and it was at a lunchtime and I used to go along to that and I went along and I knew one of the guys talking and he talked about Bitcoin and this was definitely early in 2017 and then I knew him and so we met up and I asked him a million questions about it how does it work what's the future all that kind of stuff and he had been invested in it since day dot so he was working out how to pay off his mortgage and he had a room in his house where he was mining which was heating his whole house oh 
So it was a really good um, introduction into it. And he gave me some great advice, things like never leave your um, coins in an exchange. Mm -hmm. Put them in, get out. And, um, you know, do research. And But he was one of these really passionate people who knew about what what it represents for the change of everything society financials the whole lot yeah and yeah i found them really interesting so that's when i started dabbling in it then buying some coins and you know getting into different things so it was a nice time to get in because it was before the big uh the bull rush of um you know 2017 yeah the big bitcoin bubble yeah yeah but of course, you know, it was around that time and so much talk about, is this a bubble and it's going to pop? And there was so much negativity and especially from, you know, the big banks and, yeah. you know, like all of the headlines that you ever saw in the media were negative. Mm, yes. Yeah. So and I had that kind of, um, I don't know, it, it's like, ah, oh, I can see the potential, but I'm really worried that I could lose everything. So it's, I don't know. It's still the same, really, though, isn't it? We still struggle with it, even though I think we're in a very different cycle this time around. True. I know. I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't around in crypto during that bubble. Um, and so, yeah, I would have been absolutely panicking and, and frightened and might have, uh, like, like FOMO'd and or sold, like um, just freaked out. But um, obviously, what history shows is that even those people that sold at the lowest level would still be in profit now <laughs> if that held. So well, I was very happy I didn't sell. I held on. Like I watched my I watched my wallet go from you know thousands of dollars down to hundreds. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. And I felt really sick because, you know, it's like, you know, with a young family at the time, it wasn't exactly yeah. money I could afford to lose. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, once again, I wish I'd listened to my husband because when it drops down, he was like, isn't now the time you should put more money in? And I was just like, no, I can't do it. I feel really yeah. bad about it. Yeah. And I just closed that wallet and I just did not check it for a number of years. And I was teaching at the time. And so I just, got onto that and um unfortunately i did leave money i did leave coins in an exchange and that was yeah. cryptopia oh yes yes yeah. which i had faith in because they yeah. were based in christchurch as well and i'd met a number of the guys because yeah. i had gone to quite a few of the um crypto things in christchurch and so i knew them so i was like yeah i can find you if you run off with my coins yeah and then someone ran off with my coins and yeah for for those uh for our audience who don't know like um there is a documentary coming out like or now called cryptopia but that's not the same as the new zealand exchange oh. called cryptopia which unfortunately had a major mess where like um uh, millions of dollars worth of crypto went missing and we're still trying to find it and sort it out so mm. uh yeah that that was a nasty thing to happen for us and for crypto um like it's like 50 million dollars worth of crypto went missing um yeah. so yeah uh that's the biggest robbery ever in new zealand yes yeah. 
basically uh, and bad timing i mean you know we're just all ready to adopt crypto and then that kind of thing happens and it's just like oh what a letdown but you know um yeah well it does always come back though to don't leave your coins in an exchange yes you know go and do what you're going to do take them out to your wallet and yeah. i like yes and you know have a decent wallet have a a cold wallet you know offline yeah um, yep. and yeah but don't be leaving them and yeah something like that because it can happen and you know this is the other thing that for me i really believe about crypto which is what i love about it is that it is ultimate personal responsibility mm. yes yeah that's right so everyone needs to stop blaming everyone mm. else for their situations you can't do that in crypto you make the choice you put in the wallet address if you muck it up you muck it up yeah so you you also you do you are kind of a fan of celsius too aren't you oh uh this yeah the whole DeFi revolution mm -hmm. is that what i could call it at the moment i don't well i think so because it is changing everything and yeah celsius is um yeah, huge part of that. Absolutely. And it's it blows my mind at how big these things are. And no one kind of knows about it. Like in my group of friends, I'm a hundred percent the only person who knows. Yep. So. Yeah, I get that too. I mean, it's like, well, I'm fortunate that uh, one of my oldest friends introduced me to Celsius, but and I've got probably like half a dozen friends that dabble in it a little bit just dabble but you know um they no one's yeah apart from the guy who introduced me to it and myself um i'm the only people that i know in my circle that actually went deep in so um yeah we're we're, we're quite happy and we've done well but um what's your experience been like with that like uh are you happy with um how things have gone with celsius yeah well at the moment i'm just into staking i'm not into borrowing because okay. i um you know i'm at a time in my life where i don't um believe in having unnecessary debt mm -hmm. so um we don't have credit cards we yeah. don't have any high purchases nothing at all we've got our mortgage and that's it and so i really want to work out and at the moment in new zealand interest rates are really low on mortgages mm -hmm. so currently there is no reason to move my mortgage from one place to another when i'm you know getting i think it's around two i'm paying two percent interest which is great yeah we're but that will change and now is the time to investigate for me what i'm keen on investigating is how to transition to exit the traditional system yeah so that i can utilize like celsius and other DeFi to get that loop going that i know that some people have going where they're borrowing investing paying off the borrowing yep. growing their investing yes. so yeah, that's what I'm really interested in at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like um, Alex um has put forward his Mashinsky method. I've I don't 
don't ask me to recite the seven or eight steps or whatever. But um, yeah, obviously he doesn't recommend borrowing. Um, he's recommending investing. Yeah. Um, but the, the good thing about borrowing with Celsius or with any like crypto backed loan, of course, is because the money you get from it is not income. It's a liability. So it's not taxable. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then you don't have to sell your crypto assets, your digital assets. So uh, yeah, I took one just, um, I mean, previously, I'd had other loans with Celsius, and which I used to buy more sell tokens and yeah, <laughs> leverage up that way. But um, yeah, I, I actually prefer to be debt free myself as well. Yeah. But recently, I did take a new loan um, just because I need a new vehicle. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to sell my um, assets, you know, so um, timing yeah. is everything. Eh? It's like, I, I'm not going to sell assets when I think they're at a low point. Um, it's just like, wait for the market. And um, if you can use it for collateral for a loan, and that's like n not taxable, it's like, wow, I mean, I'll take that and I'll buy myself a new car. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and this is what is so exciting. And I mean, especially for a car loan, because, you know, the car finance yeah. and the uh, sharks. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of them were they a couple of years ago up to 50% interest or something. I mean, they were, they got mm. clamped down with, I think there's new regulations came in to control them. But I mean, those people, the payday lenders and car finance are absolute sharks. And, and the worst thing is that they continue the cycle of poverty. Like they never, yep. they never let the people out. Mm. You know, like they're, once they're trapped, they're just, they end up paying so much more for the car than it was worth. And yes. the beauty of still having your collateral yes. you know yes it is it's genius it's beautiful it's it is uh, i mean for example if your collateral like grows um in a month or two like it, it doubles in value like say for example bitcoin um and like, like three months later it's like double the value well you can like ask for a reverse margin call or a collateral adjustment and you can pretty much almost pay off your loan just with that so yeah it's unreal it's it, like, is amazing. it is amazing i can't believe and, and you know this is the exciting thing about it and what i want to do um in the future because like you know you're saying that you one of your friends introduced you to it but you know we are like we're definitely loners at the right. moment yeah. we're freaks both. we are completely and um you know, I really, I really want to help other people take these steps. And you know what? My kids are going to be all over this. You know, there's no financial literacy taught whatsoever. You're right. You know, like, so, you know, the thing is people get to 18 or 16 or whatever, and they get, leave school, they get sent like, hey, you can get a credit card, you know, and suddenly they're like trapped into that system instantly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, it's a painful lesson, you know, your early 20s are a painful period of time. I mean, mine were for sure. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I like I had a painful lesson with credit cards, you know, 
it took me a lot to try and get my first credit card and like it was like the credit limit was two and a half thousand and I needed needed it to go overseas and then um after I kept paying it and everything, then they offered me another credit. They, they, they just gave me like a credit limit of 5,000. And then after like, I was still such a good payer and paying it back, they gave me a credit limit of 8,000 without me even asking for it. And then all of a sudden I got stupid and I maxed it out and I was like at 8,000. And then I started looking at like, uh, what was it called? Like, um, uh credit cards that um take all your debt um a consolidation yes consolidation yes so (laughs) i went to another credit card with a consolidation and they gave me an extra five thousand so and then i got to max out two credit cards (laughs) yeah Yeah. but you know what that's like that is almost everyone's story at the start isn't it it's not you're not alone in that that's what they do that's what the system is designed to do and you know you see these people in poverty and they've got they haven't got one credit card they've got five you know it's like and then they've got everything on hp i mean i remember some of my friends went and got furnished their whole house on higher purchase yeah then got into financial strife had to sell everything and of course they didn't get the full price because you never do you only get like what 25 percent if you're lucky and then they still had the loans to pay off so just absolute financial ruin to start off with so you know like yeah because you know you got your minimum payment that you have to make but there's also like interest on top of that and it just mounts up before you know it you're like holy Oh my God, this this um it's more than I can pay. And it, it catches everyone out. And you know, Alex has been a a big, big like um supporter of like ditching credit cards and like um telling everyone how bad they are. And uh, I love that because um the message is true. It's like, yeah, get away from that. It's horrible. Yeah, it is, absolutely. But so many people are trapped and yeah. And, you know, it, that leads into the whole um, trap of, like, keeping up with the Joneses as well, you know, the yeah. society pressure that we have of making sure that you seem to be uh, keeping up with everything, that you've got the right things that, you know, yeah. like, yeah. I, I definitely feel that, um, you know, with the kids, I notice it a lot um, of them wanting to have things. I mean, we don't have TV in our house. We have up. TV, but it's not connected, so mm. we don't have any advertising. Okay. And then when my kids see advertising, they're like, "Oh, mum, we need this and we need that." And you know, at the moment, it's those it's really horrible plastic crap that yeah. you push it in. It's they're called poppets. It's to mimic bubble wrap. Oh my god, oh, it's the worst no. thing ever. Oh, well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it is. My kids are like, we want them. There's a kid at this one of the girls at school's got eight, you know. And I'm like, yeah, nice try. It's like I'm never spending my money on plastic crap for you if you, uh-huh. like, you buy it. But you know, it's that whole like getting swept up in that what everyone else is doing, and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, no no connection with what that effect you know is going to have in the future. Mm. Yeah. 
So yeah, for them, it's, um, you know, they're advertising and, you know, I mean, I see the, on, when I do see TV and it's all, it is advertising for stuff, you know, don't pay anything for 60 months and, um, yeah. you yeah. know, like, your credit cards make you look amazing or whatever. It's just such a false world um, that this is why I love crypto because it is the mm. absolute future. And I think for my children, you know, yeah. you'd love it. At the moment, I've got them um, playing games so they get some tablet time. But the game that I've downloaded, they earn Bitcoin for playing. <laughs> what? They yeah. earn Bitcoin for playing a game? Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. It's what? called roller coin. It's great. It's called what? Roller coin. Roller coin. Yeah. It's got a little hamster with a bitcoin. It's um yeah. That's so if they want time on the tablet, they have to make money first and then they can have some time on the tablet. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. No, I like that. That's great. Hey, um Louise, um, you also you have your own business, don't you? You teach literacy, is that right? Yeah, I, um, I'm an adult literacy and numeracy tutor. So yeah, I can teach that. And I've taught ESOL for a long time. Mm -hmm. And after, it was funny because my, I lived in London and overseas and I worked in um, for investment banks and um, other companies and corporate travel, which was a great job at the time. It was in the 2000s, just before the global financial crisis. So um, when I worked in Dublin and I worked for Google, we had some amazing staff parties, I can tell you now. <laughs> but, um, coming back to New Zealand, we actually came through New York as yeah. like stuff was falling over. Like um, Dublin was like, when we left Ireland, uh, yeah. things were crashing the celtic tiger was dying oh, no yeah. yeah and a lot of those internet companies were moving to malta for better so a lot of our friends moved to malta because there's better tax laws for them there wow because yeah. i'm pretty sure binance is actually um based in malta but um coming back to new zealand i couldn't get a job because there was no corporate jobs everyone like cut mm. costs you know and it's really interesting because i noticed in you know, uh, at the start of COVID, you know, industry that died completely, yeah. travel. Like, there are no corporate travel agents anymore. There are no, like, the flight centre laid off huge numbers. Yeah. But when I got back, I retrained as a tutor, as a teacher for um, ESOL, which I loved. And then over the years, I've also done work in adult numeracy and literacy, which I love because I love giving skills to people. Yes. so that they can improve whatever part of their life and being able to read yeah. and understand language is yeah. really important it's fundamental and yeah i i know what you mean i mean i, I also have a background in that and um just mm -hmm. giving people the skills um well it's kind of like you know teaching people about crypto or something they can yeah they take it on board and improve their lives and uh, but literacy and language i mean that's fundamental way eh? once you have that then you get like um a lot of personal empowerment and you can interact with your local community uh because unless you have that if you don't have literacy or language skills you're pretty much a prisoner in a cage. You, you're just like stuck in your home and you're too scared to actually go anywhere. 
it's it's a horrible feeling. I've I've had that feeling. Yeah, yeah, and and because you've lived overseas, and so have I, in countries where um you know I, I I've lived in Spain, so and I do speak Spanish now. But when I started, of course, it was like uh, but you know like that this links back to our loan sharks talking about that because you know a lot of the people in New Zealand, you know, we have a million functioning yeah. illiterates in New Zealand. Oh, what? That's a million. So a quarter of our population. So these people might be able to generally read, but when they get given a contract by a loan shark, mm. they do not understand. They can't comprehend mm. yeah. what it actually means. Oh, and that, oh that's that, terrible. Yeah, it is. And it's not, our, our education system is not doing much to improve it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we need to do a lot more with our education system here in New Zealand. Um, but hey, well, we have some exceptions like yourself, Louise. Well, yeah, but, um, but I do think you know this is a really big thing for me that it comes back to personal responsibility. It's like, yeah. what do you want? If you're not happy with something, do something about it. You know, it's like no one is going to make the situation better. It's like, you have to do it. You know, and, I, and you know, um, my kids love school and they love learning. The level that they get there is, you know, perhaps not what I want. So we do stuff at home. And I was actually just tidying up because they've gone back to school today. And, you know, we've got books everywhere. And I was like, man, I love cleaning up books. Mm. You know? I love that they sit there at breakfast reading a book, you know, it's having all of that mm. around. So, you know, it's what is a person, you know, my personal responsibility, my family, yeah, my children, yeah, to impart that education. And that's why I want to help people in the world of crypto. And um that yeah. to be to be fair, that is a generational thing. I mean, you know, if you've had a mother or a grandmother that like gives you that input with the uh, love for literacy and and things like that that makes a huge difference on your life and so yeah it's a culture it's not just a cultural thing it's more about a generational thing it's like it, mm -hmm. the, the influences you get when you're re really young and if you get the really good um influence and um that can make a huge difference so yeah. um yeah a hundred percent right and i mean all the evidence is there but, you know the thing this is the thing is that the evidence is there and it's presented but it's the inefficiency yeah. of um you know government where it's got to you know yeah. it's like yeah. and I, I i now see that you know after mm. teaching in tertiary and now being involved in primary education yes you know i can see the, the big there's a big um gap between the different things so it doesn't matter what government is in power it really doesn't no. it, the ministries of education of health or whatever yeah they sway a little bit but actually those ministries are just they're just machines and they just do what they do yeah yeah it's sort of uh you know countries get locked into a system and you know even though we call it democracy the bureaucracy doesn't really change that much but yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, but what we can do, you know, with, as you say, individual responsibility is take our own action and 
well done uh but yeah, yeah I, I, honestly yeah fantastic like uh yeah i would be the same i don't have any children but if i did i probably want to homeschool them more than putting them into the system um so yeah no that's fantastic that you're so into literacy and everything and and you're an amazing ambassador for um crypto and and helping other people and and just um yeah so good to have have you with us in celsius as well uh it's it's so exciting like it is so exciting of what you know and this is you know what it represents like for my children to you know have that education and get to it you know i've got their i've got their bitcoin stashed away you know so that when they get to a certain age that i'll just hand over the keys to it and that's theirs you know it's um and how celsius and all the other platforms at the moment in DeFi are evolving because that's what we're at and we're in a massive um time of evolution yeah yeah it's like exploding isn't it it's really yeah and we're and i think you know this is it gives me great heart because i finally feel like all of these people like alex like i've listened to some of his talks you know um these these are people that really want to change the world for the better and finally like there are ways that it can actually be done Mm -hmm. and it's just and it's um connecting all of these dots together and it's going to always be a roller coaster ride because there's no way that the old system is just going to roll over and let a new more equal system appear it's just not going to happen like that so it's going to be a battle but i know which side i want to be on yeah good point yeah i i totally agree uh yeah there's there's definitely conflict there with the new and the old in the you know legacy finance um hey let's just keep fighting (laughs) and keep building and keep building and keep educating you know it's yeah it's it's great it's it is the change and you know and learning and you know sharing your experiences because you know talking about that credit card debt you know i mean i've been in credit card debt so as well as my husband and i think it's actually something that we don't talk about enough yeah that's true you know we need to go hey this is this is what it is and it's not right and guess what it wasn't actually while i'm into personal responsibility that actually wasn't our fault because the system just pushed us all into that yeah yeah totally totally yeah uh, that's right uh, i think we're often um ashamed of talking about our um our past mistakes but yeah. i think it's important to talk about them and um like when you say they i agree they they definitely pushed me into it i didn't ask for all those extra credit limits they just kept bumping it up and then um, I just kept like being a sucker going for it. And um, yeah, I mean, hey, credit cards suck. But I tell you what, um, if Celsius do manage to sort out this credit card, which they've uh, promised, well, that's going to be a different beast entirely. So oh, um, yeah. It's so hilarious. Yes. The old credit cards suck. Yeah, yeah. But I really want the new ones. Like, yes. you know, I want, I, I want to be. You know, it's like I know that there's a credit card out there at the moment, a crypto credit card where I can get my Spotify for free. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I do use that one too. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, and I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm all in, you know, like, but you know, that's like, cause that's serving me, you know, yeah. like, and, and I like, this is what I want. So I want the change of the guard. I don't want to be serving other people. I don't want to be serving someone's profit margin that I don't know. And actually exactly. they're just, you yeah. know, the overlords. Um, I want to be, you know, I have to pay for stuff with my credit card. That's the way that stuff goes. So yeah. if I can have a crypto credit card, yes, please. I would much prefer that. Thank you very much. Yeah, like no fees, credit card, and and uh, hoping for like managing for like a um, non-taxable event credit card. <laughs> so like whenever you use it, it's not creating a taxable event. It's so yeah, that's going to be something else. But um, we'll just have to wait and see because obviously it's quite complicated, and they've got a big team, a growing team that are working hard on it. And so, you know, uh, obviously there might be delays because it's so hard to predict like mm. the, how the dev is going to do. Um, you don't know until you try and then you get these problems arise. And so you've got more time and delays and dev to go into it. But yeah, um, the intention is great. And I love the concept. And um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. So, yeah. Um, that what's that is there any timeline for when they are thinking of getting their credit card the out last i heard was like second quarter um but that's a pretty big gap you know second quarter so um yeah they're still looking to um employ more credit card specialists people that understand the system and yeah that they've also we also have to accept that you know that every um geopolitical jurisdiction has different like laws around credits and everything so they've got a lot of juggling to do to try and get it as good for everyone as they can yeah. um obviously some jurisdictions won't be able to access some features so the, it is quite a headache but um i think that they're definitely working hard on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, for myself, I don't really care too much because I mean, my goal is to save crypto and not spend it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd rather spend just like fiat. And, um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, to actually, I don't know. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah I want to, but you know, we have to be, a, you know, that's, yeah, I'm with you. Stacking sets every single day. You know, that's uh, that's yeah. at the moment. That's uh, all I want to be doing is to be raising my um, holdings yeah. of different things. And I don't. And I can say, yeah, I've never taken. I don't take anything out. I once it's in, it's my lotto fund. You know, I don't buy yeah. lotto tickets. You know, it's yeah. like instead I put it into crypto. You know, and the funny thing is, I've still got all of that money and more. <laughs> yeah so no, it's same thing with me i mean my, my wife's an accountant but she wasn't never really into crypto and i i said to her instead of us um paying 25 bucks a week or whatever on lotto tickets why don't we put this into like a celsius wallet and then we'll put some of our joint savings into bitcoin like when it was like five thousand dollars and um all of a sudden like boom 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 the, uh, her little Celsius wallet is worth lots of money and she didn't really have to do anything. So mm -hmm. I'm just like saying, well, there you go. But uh, you know, that's 
also changing, we're really changing the mentality around spending, saving, like, and also what you're doing, like, what do you need to survive? Like, you know, like what's actually, you know, you need to spend your money on food. Well, you, you need to exchange value for necessities, don't you? You've got to yeah. have something to live, something to eat, something to do. Yeah. yeah, well, that's right. I mean, why waste money on something that might happen when you can put money on something that will happen? You know, it's like, well, okay. And, also, and then it's there when you want it later on, or you can borrow against it. You know, and that's exactly. for me, you know, I would, what I would like at the end of this um, bull run, I would really like to have enough in, the, um, in my crypto to um, use it as collateral to pay off my mortgage. You know, oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yep, because I'm seeing, I think that at the you know, like inflation is just going to skyrocket at some point in time. You know, yeah, the, the money printing of the last year and two years mm. has just yep. been like staggering. And at some point in time, we, the middle class, are going to get hammered with that. I mean, mm. my husband and I have uh, the tax bill that we pay for our businesses is just obscene yeah. um and i'm happy to pay it my kids are in the education system i love going to the doctor you know it's like it's yeah. all good yeah um, but if they keep on going up and up and up i just don't see like we won't be able to function as a business we'll have to i don't know so if i can hedge my bets and exit at least part of that system that's that's my goal for this time stack as much as possible exit this goal exit the system and it'll be funny to see if this bull run that we're in now if it is part of the four-year cycle or no i agree yeah if it's if it's a super cycle yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question because, I mean, normally, you know, when you look at like Bitcoin, for example, we have these halving cycles and stuff mm. and people talk about like, um, you know, uh, like bull runs and altcoins and like a bear cycle, bull cycle. But the thing is, like, it's been so different in the last year because we've, we've had so much like uh, institutional adoption, like with like banks and paypal and even visa like partnering yeah. with usdc there's just so much going on you know it's just like is this actually a bull run uh when's the bear cycle gonna happen it's like how do you determine that shit you know it's like what we're in uncharted territory here you know it's like yeah. what's going to happen i don't know but um let's just yeah. go with it Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, yeah, for me, that's the same thing. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I've got no idea. I think people must be educated on uh, the different sorts of coins and investments, and yeah. they have to research yeah. the teams behind stuff. And that's yeah. the other thing, because that's the other thing with Celsius. If you research the team, everything's there. You yeah. can you know, go into coin market cap and you can, um, you know, like put in Celsius and then you've got all the information. It's got white papers. It's got everything, yes. Yeah. you know, and you go through it and work out who are the goodies and the baddies. And there are heaps of baddies out there because there are always, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. um, however, you know, the information is there. And that's actually another thing that um, I was teaching. I was teaching critical thinking and research skills for mm university students nice 
I really enjoyed it because, um, you know, those research skills, it just made me realize how valuable they are, yet mm. how few people actually put in that time. Doing your research is not watching like a YouTube stream of videos. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. you should go in, have a look at them, see who they are, what have they been involved with before and stuff like that, and actually yeah. get more of a feel for stuff. But that's one of the really good things about Celsius. And also I like, I really enjoy it there transparency you know they are very um forward facing they talk to people which i think is a lot more of a crypto thing that we it's not it's not like the old um institutions that just only told you what they thought you needed to know um now crypto businesses are a lot better with giving you everything are you having an earthquake no no i just saw something on your um screen wait one second <laughs> I got the same one. <laughs> the mother-in-law's tongue. I think you've even got it in the same bottle. I thought it was on my screen, but it's on your screen. So we've got like the same plant. Just <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's so funny. Okay, so yeah, just um, if you're not watching the video, yeah, we're just um, <laughs> here. We've both got the same plant in a pot, which is quite ridiculous. But anyway, um, yeah. well, we've got so many things in common because we're both really interested in the whole literacy and that whole aspect of learning. And um, we've both lived in foreign countries. We mm -hmm. both speak foreign languages. You know, had that. Um, and we both uh, know that the current system isn't functioning right. We, yeah. I, think, I think we're both uncomfortable yeah. with it. Totally. And it's, but then it's like, how do we transition into that next part, which is it's quite a difficult thing. Yes. Because we have to unprogram all of the shit that we got taught. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and because it's very challenging, like a lot of it, like, a lot of the crypto stuff a lot of this new world new thinking you know because it destroys old ways you know it's very it's very challenging for, for us you know and especially perhaps us um i'd hate to call us it middle-aged people oh my god am i middle-aged hang on i i'm gonna hide under my like possum hat now I can't be, no, no, it can't be happening. All right, sorry, bright microphone. Put the possum back on the microphone. All right, no, you're right. We do have a lot in common. Um, you're a sister from another mother. So anyway, um, but no, it's so good to have you on here and um, I love your enthusiasm and, oh yeah, what you're doing. Um, hey, you never downplayed like, teaching literacy to people as like the ultimate treasure that you can do it's like yeah. literacy it's the number one fundamental thing yeah yeah so um and it does because it unlocks everything it does. Um, you know every single thing and I, i'm really lucky at my children at the age that they're at because they really help me um because they make me think about the future because it's like what is their future yeah and, you know, it's just like literacy. And it's also with all of um, coding and, and math and all of this different stuff, you know, their future is very different to what 
we were facing at that age. I don't even know. No. So how do I set them up for it as well as possible? You know, it's like exactly. Uh, yeah, well, you know, and yeah, I mean, there are obviously lots of different layers of literacy, um, but you've got to get the core layer, the base layer, and then you build on that with different literacies. So, yes, it's very important. And so, yeah, um, you're doing a fantastic job and um, so happy to yeah. have you in this meeting. Thank you very much, Louise. Well, and thank you. Um, I love listening to your um, shows. I have a good laugh sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> so your content, it's great to put it on. And, uh, you know, and I think for me, that's one of the ways that, um, I don't know, really helps me and it um, expands my knowledge is by listening to you guys and listening to the language that you use and what you talk about and then you know taking key points and going away and doing a wee bit more research into it and um and, and it, it's it's an evolution it's not some it's not a static journey we're not we're not even being we're nowhere near it no so i really enjoy that so thank you for doing what you do keep doing it oh thank you yeah i mean yeah we've been trying to improve and grow but you know these things take time and you know, I'm sort of developing as well It's like I didn't actually expect to be like a host of the show like when I planned it um I actually had other people in mind to be the hosts but when it came close to doing it like the recording it was like nobody actually could do it like how I wanted it so I just like suddenly I was it and um yeah that just happened uh it wasn't planned but anyway I'm, I'm just uh, going to go with it. And um, no, thank you very much for your positive feedback. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, great to have a chat with you today, Gab. You have an excellent Monday. Yeah, you too. Uh, and an excellent Sunday for some of our listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever day they choose. To yeah, do. or whatever day we publish. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, thanks very much, Louise. And you have a great day. Awesome. Well done. Thanks, Graham. Thanks, mate. You are listening to Celsius Radio. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, so Celsius is a membership organization. It's a network in which uh, the depositors really get most of the benefits. We represent... Risk over my needs. Cryptocurrencies. Celsius Network. Come delve with the experts. Show you how to invest. Collect up on the interest. They say you join Sunday. You get it every Monday.